Let's pray. Father God, we come to you this morning, and I thank you that we can come here freely. I thank you that we can come and worship you. And I thank you for loving us, dear Lord God. I pray that you just bless these few minutes that we have together today. Dear Lord, as we think about and focus on and talk about uh, missions, dear Lord, as we talk about as brothers and sisters in Christ working together to, to accomplish your will, dear Lord, to see your kingdom built, to see Jesus Christ uh, being preached all over this world, dear Lord, I pray that you help us to be faithful servants to you. I thank you for this little group that we call Enterprise Baptist Church, dear Lord, and I pray that you would help us to seek you in all that we do, that we would be obedient to you, dear Lord. We thank you for just everything you do for us and, 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 and how you use us, dear Lord, and just help us to continue to be faithful servants. I pray that you be with me as I preach and teach here in a few minutes, dear Lord, that you just would let the Holy Spirit touch our hearts today, dear Lord, and I pray that you keep us strong. I pray that you would keep us focused on you and anything and everything that we do, dear Lord, that, that, uh, that we just would love you and the world would see that and that the world would see that you love them. And God, help us not to forget that you love us. And I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Every Sunday morning, you hit snooze. Thank you. 
They all need you. And you need them. Because outside the four walls of your church, where they are, that's where you are at your best. Every believer really can one day live on mission. You and your church just need the very best tools to make it happen. That's why we exist. That's why we create resources like the three circles. Because whether it's an evangelism tool you download to your phone, or a compassion ministry our sin relief experts help you launch, or a new church you help start through the SEND network, everything we do is centered on helping you and your church share the gospel. That's why we all do what we do every Sunday morning and every day after that. So as you pray, as you go, and as you discover what living on a mission looks like in the world, the North American Mission Board is here for you. Hey man, I love watching videos like that to see how God uh, works among believers all over these United States. And I think that those examples we saw there were beautiful examples of how God is at work. And that's what we're going to be talking about today, partnering, partnership in the gospel. If you want to turn to Philippians chapter 1, just a few little verses. We, we talked about community last week. When we talked about, uh, at the end of 1 Corinthians chapter 16, we talked about that Paul often uh, mentioned some names of, of brothers and sisters in Christ that are helping him do the work. And we talked about what that community looks like a little bit. And today we're, we're going to kind of be along those same lines. We're going to be talking about partnering with other believers uh, for, for, for the, the sake of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's what we partner for. That's the reason why we come together. That's the reason... Uh, why we work together. We come so we can go, as we saw in the video. We, we come into these four walls so that we can be built up. We come because we love one another. We fellowship with one another. It's an opportunity for us when we come into this building uh, to, to pray for one another, to encourage one another, to laugh with one another, to cry with one another, uh, but to build each other up. When we come into this building, it's a time for us to get into God's Word, to meet, uh, whether it be in Sunday school, and dig into the Word and ask questions and try to work through the stuff we don't understand. Uh, when we come and we, and we read the Word in the sermon time each week to see what God's Word uh, has to say to us so that the Holy Spirit can work in our life to correct us, to encourage us, to convict us, to uh, uplift us, whatever it may need to be. We come together, and it's beautiful. It's beautiful that we come together on a weekly basis. It's beautiful when we come together monthly to sing uh, in our sing-spirations and to, and to fellowship with one another and to smile with one another and to hug one another and to see what I believe is real genuine love and that comes from the Lord. And we come and, and it, it is very uplifting but we come so we can go because church is not just to be inside these four walls. We want Jesus Christ to be preached outside of these four walls. And so we go. We go into the world every day to our jobs, to our schools, wherever it may be that we may end up, we are going into the world and we are an ambassador for Jesus Christ. You may not realize that you are, but you are. And sometimes you may not intentionally be going out to say, who can I reach for the God, with the gospel today? Who can I tell about Jesus Christ? 
Uh, but people pay attention to us, to our actions, to what we do, to what we say, to how we live. And we are impacting people's lives, whether we realize it or not. Sometimes we may be more intentional. We may be going to see someone to share the love of Jesus with them. We may be going to the apartment ministry to see all of our friends and brothers and sisters in Christ there to help build them up so they can go outside. And it's a, it's a never-ending process. This process has been going on ever since Jesus Christ came into the world. And he, and he began to teach his disciples. He began to prepare them. He began to get them ready to go out and continue the ministry that he himself had begun. And isn't it a, isn't it a miracle? Isn't it amazing to see that Christianity is still going strong? 2,000 years later, the gospel is still being preached. Lives are still being changed. And that's the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we're part of that journey. We're part of that process. We're part of being disciples, followers of Jesus, who are going out and doing the work. And there will be people that continue to do that as long as there are human beings on this earth. Until Jesus Christ returns, whenever that may be, there are going to be human beings, followers of Jesus Christ, that are going to continue to do the work. That's what we're going to talk about a little bit today. Continuing to do the work and working with other people in doing that. Philippians chapter 1 verse 3. I give thanks to my God for every remembrance of you, always praying with joy for all of you in my every prayer. Because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now, I am sure of this, that he who started a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Now, these verses here, I think, give us just a little glimpse into what we were talking about last week with Paul and the partnerships that he had with the fellow, fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. Now, if you read the book of Philippians, and I would encourage you to if you haven't, it's a short read, but you will see that, that, that Paul speaks uh, very favorably of the Philippian people because they have supported him throughout his ministry. Now, in my translation, it uses the word partnership, that they were partners with him in the gospel, and most translations do use the word partnership, although the word fellowship is used in some. Uh, but the point I believe that Paul is making, whatever your translation may see, and I believe that we see through the rest of the book, is that Paul is talking about working together. I believe that partnership is a little better word there, maybe in helping us to understand what it took place. Uh, the Philippians had sent someone to Paul to send a gift to him, to help him out along his ministry as he was doing the work. Not that Paul was out begging for gifts, but Paul was very gracious to be able to get uh, support, to get gifts in whatever form it may have been, perhaps food, perhaps money, perhaps clothes. Uh, there are many different ways that support uh, can be given. And Paul needed that support greatly because he was out on mission and he was going from this place to that place. He was going to places where perhaps it was very hostile toward the gospel. And it was very hostile toward the gospel in many places in the world uh, back in those days. There were many people who did not want to hear about Jesus Christ. There were many Christians who were put to death then as there are Christians today. We, we may not realize that fully. We may not fully appreciate that because we live in the United States. But trust me, there are many people all over the world today who are hostile toward the gospel. There are some even in these United States. But what Paul is recognizing here is that there are those brothers and sisters in Christ who are helping him to do the work. 
who are helping him as he is on mission. You know, I was thinking about this week as I was thinking about, you know, oftentimes we, we, we may, like we're doing this month, we, we are setting aside a time that we are going to focus on and think about mission work. We set aside a time in VBS, whether it be a separate class or just a separate day or two that we focus on mission work as if it's just a part of what we do in the church. But what I was thinking this week is missions is not part of what we do. It's all of what we do. That is what church is. Working together, using what God has blessed us with, our gifts, our talents, uh, material blessings, whatever it is, we come together so that we can do the work, so that we can be on mission, so that we can go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, as Jesus called us to. Missions is not just part of what the church does. It is all of what the church does. And we see Paul living that out. We see him going from place to place as he begins to plant churches. We saw that in the video today. 25 churches planted every Sunday. Can you imagine that? Isn't that unbelievable? You know, we always hear the statistics about how many churches are dying each year. But we don't hear those statistics very often about 25 churches being planted every Sunday. There are churches that are dying because generations change, our traditions change, the way we do things change, the way people interact and come and go changes, and so some older churches may not attract this generation like some newer churches, and so some older churches die out, but newer churches are being planted all the time, and they may do things a little different than we do, but praise the Lord, it's okay. Because there's one thing that they do that's the same as what we do. And that is preach and teach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Because see, it's not, it's not our denomination that brings us together. It's not that we're Baptist or Pentecostal or Methodist or whatever it may be. It's not our denominations that bring us together. It's not the color of our skin that brings us together. It's not how rich we are or how poor we are. It's not how well-educated we are or how poorly educated we are that brings brothers and sisters in Christ together every week. It's Jesus Christ that brings us together every week. And that's the common goal. That is what we are partnering in with other believers. That's what all the people that were helping Paul, they were partnering in that, in that goal. There were no denominations back in Paul's day. There were those who preached Jesus Christ and those who didn't. There were those who were followers of Jesus Christ, and there were those who were not. Now, sadly, we've kind of muddied the waters with all of our denominations and different churches that split throughout the years. But at the center of all that, in many cases, not in all churches, but in many cases, in any Christian church, at the center of that is Jesus Christ. And that is why we come together to worship Him. That is why we go out to tell others about Him. That is why we help other churches and other brothers and sisters in Christ because we are all working toward the same goal. Now we take up these offerings throughout the year and some of you say, well, that's all you're doing. You're always asking for money. That's all the church ever does. Well, if you want to give, give. If you don't, don't give. I'm not trying to guilt anyone or pressure anyone ever into giving to anything. 
But these monies that we take up, whether it be now or later or whenever, uh, the monies that we've put into the offering plate, these are all things that work together to accomplish God's goal. As Paul tells the Corinthians in 2 Corinthians, he says, I'm not telling you to give uh, so that it can be for your discomfort, so it can be a problem for you, so you can have less and so others can have more. But Paul says, I want all to give so that everybody can have equally, so that we can all live equally. And I believe as brothers and sisters in Christ, we need to be aware of that. We don't want there, or at least I don't want there to be, and hopefully uh, you guys don't either, I don't want there to be a church that's struggling, that's doing a good work for the Lord, that's trying to reach people, and they're struggling because they don't, they don't have a building to meet in. They're having trouble coming up with the funds to pay the rent. They're having trouble to come up with the funds to buy Bibles, to hand out people who may be coming who can't afford a Bible. Uh, they may be struggling in whatever, whatever ways it may be, that they may need some assistance to help to, to, to get their church planted, to help uh, do God's work. I don't want to see other brothers and sisters in Christ struggling when there are churches that God has blessed that are doing well. And Paul says that to the Corinthians in 2 Corinthians. Take from your abundance and give to those who may not have so that all can be equal, so that we can all be doing the, the Lord's work. And I, I believe that we have been faithful to the Lord in that way, and I pray that we don't ever become proud, but that we continue to seek the Lord and we continue to give as God lays on our heart. Again, you pray about it. If God doesn't lead you to give, I'll never uh, condemn you for that. That's between you and the Lord. But we work together as a church, and, and we work together with our talents, with our monies, with whatever it may be. You may not can afford to give money, and sometimes people can just pray and praise the Lord for that. That is, that is just as important, even more important. We need to be lifting up our brothers and sisters in Christ. And so we see this, this partnership of brothers and sisters in Christ playing out all throughout the Bible. And it's because of the gifts and support that Paul has received that he has been able to do the work that he has been able to do. Praise the Lord for the work that Paul was able to do. Read the New Testament and see the people that Paul was able to help. See the, the different places that he was able to visit and plant churches and correct and encourage those people as he would write uh, letters back to them, as he would help them to grow in the Lord. And he could continue to do his work because they would continue to support him. And he would continue to pour into them. And they would continue to pour into him. And as a result of that, uh, the church flourished. There were people being saved. There were disciples uh, being made in the early church because of the work of people like Paul and those brothers and sisters in Christ <laughs> who were working alongside of him. And it's important for us when we see other brothers and sisters in Christ to have a need Perhaps as we've heard cowboys say, to say, howdy partner, because that's what we're all doing. We're all working together for the same goal, for the same purpose, and that is to lead people to Jesus Christ. Now, there's one thing that, that I've noticed in the last few years here at Enterprise Baptist Church, and that is an unbelievable willing heart from this church to give to mission work. That's been something that people have responded to positively. Uh, we, we, we have uh, different mission-type uh, works that we've done for the last few years, whether it's helping at the orphanage in Haiti, and everybody continues to pour, uh, pour out to support for that when we did that and pray for that ministry. Uh, we see that continuing on with David Eubank and the Free Burma Rangers, and I'll tell you, they are still doing God's work. Uh, we'll probably be talking about that some before the month is over, but the Free Burma Rangers are still doing the work. 
They still need our prayers. They still need our support. They're going here. They're going there. There are people that are coming, and they are trusting in the Lord. And it's pretty unbelievable to see the faith that David Eubank has and to see how the Lord is blessing them and the lives that they touch as they come across them. And there are many different mission opportunities that we have that we have been involved in through the years. And, and I see through, through the willingness of everyone's uh, willingness to pray or to support in whatever way that they feel led to, uh, that that's an area that's, that's been good for our church, that God has blessed us. And I praise the Lord uh, for that. And so I said all that to say this. A few months ago, we, we uh, began to, to, to meet with some people in Jackson from the Mississippi Baptist Convention. Uh, to, to talk about some ideas of some things that may be good for our church to get involved in. And uh, some of you may remember Dr. Steve Stone came and we met and we looked at tons of ideas. It was so many great ideas. And some of you are saying, well, whatever happened to that? Are we going to ever implement any of those things? Well, we are. But it was so overwhelming and we were trying to work uh, these things down, the church council was, to see some areas that we may want to start to focus and some areas that we may want to uh, look at as a church for how we can continue to help the gospel to be spread. And we've looked at a few different areas and we've narrowed down to a few different things. Uh, but we have in the last uh, couple of months decided that we are going to, uh, our first order of business is going to be to to focus on missions, to find another another uh, mission-type work to get plugged in with. There was a couple of things that were discussed. The one that was first presented uh, by some here in the church was the idea of possibly adopting a missionary. Uh, that is, having someone that we can have contact with that can come here, that we can keep in touch with, that we can see what their needs are. We can know where they are, where they're serving, how we can pray for them. Maybe there's a financial need. Maybe there's a materialistic need. Maybe they need Bibles, whatever it may be. But that idea of finding someone to connect to that we can have a relationship with and interact with and see their needs uh, firsthand, uh, that's something that was very appealing to many in the church and definitely all of us, I think, on the church council. And so that's the direction that we've kind of focused our efforts and energies on in the last uh, few months. A couple of months ago, we got presented with an opportunity that we have not uh, yet uh, thought about or considered, but, uh, but an opportunity that really kind of hit home with us. It seemed like a good thing for us to move forward with and look into. And so coming up in October, I'll be traveling to Buffalo, New York. Now, you may be saying, well, what, what in the world's going on in Buffalo, New York? Well, uh, what, what I'll be going for is there are some churches up there, some existing churches, and some church plants that need to be paired with a church that can help them. That can help them to grow and get off their feet and get the things that they need. That they can have brothers and sisters in Christ who can partner with them to help them to do God's work. And when that idea and opportunity was presented to us, we said, you know, that sounds like a really good thing. And so we prayed about it and thought about it, and we have decided that we are going to pursue that, and we are going to uh, move forward. And so I'll be going up in October for a few days uh, to visit with some of these people in, in Buffalo, to visit with some of these church planners and some of these pastors, and to see what their needs are. And we'll pray about it, and I encourage all of you to be praying about it. Now, this may not be the path that God wants us to go. We want God's will to be done. But if it's God's will, then we may be partnering with one of these churches in Buffalo, New York, and seeing what their needs are and praying for them. Uh, perhaps even planning some mission trips to go help with building projects that they may have. As part of that, they may be coming here to help us. Uh, so that's what we are moving forward with as a church. 
And as we do this mission work, as we partner with other brothers and sisters in Christ, I want you guys to be in prayer for that, that God would open the right door. It may be that God is going to lead us in a different direction. It may be that this is not where God wants us to be. It may be that he does place us with a missionary. It may be that he places us with a church there or a church somewhere else. But as a church, we definitely want to be in God's will, and we want to be doing what God calls us to do. And we believe, I believe, and our church council believes that this is a good direction for us as we, as we begin to look for someone or some church to partner with. And let us be found faithful as a church. Wherever God sends us, whoever he sends us to, that we can be faithful as the Philippians are. That when we see a need for our brothers and sisters in Christ, that we are willing and able to meet that need. That we are willing and able to take what God blesses us with and we are able to use it to bless others with. And this is not so we can uh, help a church grow to 100,000 people so we can say, oh, look what we did. It's not about that type of thing at all. It's about helping us to plant a church so that they can go tell others about Jesus Christ, so that they can reach lost souls that you and I can't reach. So are we faithful to partner uh, with those that we uh, come in contact with? Well, that's something that we all have to do on an individual level and on a church level. There may be brothers and sisters in Christ that you individually hear something about that you know they need some help and you can go give them a hand with something. There may be opportunities just like this one in Buffalo, New York for our church that we will go and we will see what's going on and God may call us to partner uh, with someone else. We want to be faithful wherever God calls us. We want to be faithful to give all for the gospel of Jesus Christ so that it can be spread. Let's pray. Father God, we come to you this morning and I thank you for uh, these beautiful stories that we get to see and know how you're working in, in the lives of so many uh, people around this country, dear Lord. That we can see that the gospel is being spread, dear Lord. But God, we can also see how much you blessed us, how much you take care of us. And God, I pray that you would just help us to be faithful stewards and obedient servants to the blessings that you give us. And I pray that you would continue to help us to meet needs of people that we encounter, that you would help us to be able to partner with those who are trying to do your work, dear Lord, in whatever way uh, that, that, that is your will. And God, I pray that you just help us to have a loving heart. Whatever we do, dear Lord, whatever we get involved in, help us just to love people. Help us to love the people we encounter here, love the people we may encounter far away, wherever it may be, dear Lord, that we just love them like you love them, that we have a heart for them, dear Lord, that we see people all over this world and that we don't just see them as a, as a person, but we see them as a soul, dear Lord, and we see them as a soul that needs to be saved. And so I pray, God, that as we go into the world and as you, we do your work, God, that we would be uh, brokenhearted for the lost and that we would, we would have a heart that would love on them that would lead them to you. God, I pray that you just be with us as we think about this trip to Buffalo as, as I get prepared to go. I pray that you put us with just the right person, dear Lord. God, I pray that you help us to see areas where we can continue to support and serve and partner with other brothers and sisters in Christ, God, and all for your glory so that Jesus Christ can be, can be preached. And I just ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen.